This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Welcome to Woven Stories on ORFM Dunedin. It's Ellie Simpson, your local storyteller, and I'm joined by... Hello, I'm Ross over here on this side of the room, and I've got a bit of a sniffly cold today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you know what? Ross has got it. We've been away on holiday, and we've been in a really sunny place, and we've come back to Dunedin, which is sunnier than normal, but it's a bit colder, and I think Ross has picked up a cold because of that. Yeah. So he's going to go... I'm going to be sniffing right through the program, probably. <laughs> Let's hope not too much in your ear, but we're back from holiday, and we're so excited mm. to be back in Dunedin, and... We've got a special hello later in the show, which we're also excited about. Very but, excited. But first, let's get to our first song, shall we? Now, which song did you pick this time, Ross? Uh, this is from a Mickey Mouse CD. It's called One Step at a Time. <gasps> Do you know what? When I was little, I loved Mickey Mouse. I used to watch the Mickey Mouse Club. Do you watch the Mickey Mouse Club? They went to sn- I just sniffed. He did. <laughs> try not to sniff in the I'll microphone. Yeah. Righty ho. Did you, did you watch the Mickey Mouse Club when you were younger? <laughs> Are you still younger? You probably are still younger. Well, Mickey Mouse and all of his friends are really great and they've got lots of songs and here's one called One Step at a Time. Manny, we'll never get this put together. Don't worry about it, Turner. All you have to do is take it one step at a time. It's a great big job ahead of you. It seems like way too much to do. Don't you dive in without a plan. You gotta start thinking like a handyman. Take it from the top, you'll go a long way, brother. If you put one foot right in front of the other, then you'll get it done. One step at a time. Walk, don't run. One step at a time. It's not such a great big hill to climb. When you take it one little step at a time, you gotta break it down. Yeah, you follow the directions in order, right, Manny? That's right, Rusty. Every job starts in it somewhere. But how do you get from here to there? When it looks like a great big mixed up mess. Puzzle up, puzzle is the way that fits. That great big puzzle can be a cinch. Piece by piece, inch by inch. And you'll get it done one step at a time. Dude, I did have fun. One step at a time. Work, everyone. One step at a time. From A to Z, it's a nice straight line. And we did it one little step at a time. That was a great song. Righty ho. Oh, I want to go straight into our next one, actually. Now, who is this one by Ross? Because you haven't written that down. Oh, uh, no, I haven't because it doesn't say that on the CD. It's just off a children's favourite songs number four CD. All right, well, it's called. It's a small world. Ready? Here we go.
is a small world, isn't it? Now, do you know what? We thought for today's show, because we've been all over the world a little bit ourselves and away on holiday, it'd be great to have some um, songs about walking and flying and and travelling. And so that one there was a song called It's a Small World. But... This is what's really exciting this week. You know how we say to you to always send stuff in to us and tell us what you'd like to listen to and what's your favourite stories, maybe even come in and be on the show with us? Well, we got a very special email when we were away on holiday. Oh, we got so excited about this, eh? We did, because now we get emails from you all the time. We do get different messages. But this one was extra, extra, extra special. Because it was all the way from Victoria in British Columbia, and it's in Canada. Way over the other side of the world almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was from Samantha and her mum, Tara. And Samantha and her mum listened to the show over there in Canada. So hello, Samantha, and your mum. Now, do you say mom? Or you say mum. Mum or We mom, say mum in New Zealand. Yeah. But you might say mum all the way over there in Victoria, Canada. Well, this next story is one of Ross's favourites, and we've decided it's just for you, Samantha, but I actually might write one just for you in the next few weeks, so you have to keep listening to see if we get a story just for Samantha. But thank you, Tara, for sending us your email. It meant an awful lot to us. And we love hearing from you, so don't forget to send us an email. You can just go to our webpage, which is alliesimpsonstories.com, and you can send us a message from there. So, are you ready for the story that Ross picked? Wow. What was it called, Ross? Um, this is Town Mouse and Country Mouse. <laughs> okay. So here's your first story for the show. And here's this one just for Samantha and Tara. The story of the Town Mouse and the Country Mouse. Once upon a time... The country mouse invited his cousin, the town mouse, to stay with him. The country mouse lived all alone under a thick hedge at the corner of a large field. He had a beautiful nest, lined with straw and pieces of sheep's wool, and he lived there in great comfort from one year to the next. When the town mouse arrived on his visit, the country mouse made a great fuss of him. Even before the town mouse had arrived, his cousin had spent long days cleaning out his nest, finding new straw for a fresh lining, and generally making the nest as good as it ever was, and perhaps even better. Then he wandered about collecting grains of wheat and barley and oats, taking load after load to his nest. Then he searched in the orchard and found lots of little apples that had dropped from the trees, but still had lots of juice in them. Finally, he ran across to the farmhouse, and there he found some cheese rinds and half a loaf of bread. But the elegant town mouse was not very impressed by all these good things. He looked down his nose at the food and only nibbled at it. Most of the time he was telling the country mouse about the food he ate when he was in his own home. Finally, as evening came on, and they were sitting together watching the sun go down in a blaze of colours, the town mouse said, My dear cousin, how can you bear this dull life out here? 
Nothing much seems to happen here. You should see the town where I live. There's always something going on there. The streets are absolutely full of people, night and day, and there are cafes on every corner, so the choice of food is magnificent. I hardly ever have the same meal twice in a row. But here you have to go so far to find food, scrimping and saving as you do, and unless I'm very much mistaken, this meal is no different than all the meals you've had for the past week. Is that not so? The country mouse said nothing. The town mouse went on, Now look here, cousin, we don't live forever, do we? So why don't you come away with me and see a bit of life while you can? After a little more persuasion, the country mouse agreed to go to town for a few days. It was dark when they arrived in the town, but they soon found the right house and in they scuttled through a hole in the wall. The town mouse led the way into the dining room. The country mouse gazed around in wonder. Never had he seen such a rich room. There were thick carpets on the floor, thick velvet curtains at the window, and warmth, lovely warmth everywhere. In the middle of the room was a huge table, covered with a white cloth, and on it were dishes of every kind of food. Plates of meat and fish, bowls of fruit and nuts, pots of cream and sugar, pieces of bread, and even glasses of wine half filled. Come on, cried the town mouse, let's have a banquet. And on to the table he scrambled, followed by the country mouse, who really didn't know what to try first. After a while, the country mouse could hardly move. He'd eaten so much. The town mouse had been sipping the wine, and he was a bit wobbly on his legs. <gasps> Isn't it great here? he said with a slight hiccup. I told you, didn't I? But at that very moment, a door opened, and some people came in the room. The two mice ran off the table as fast as they could, but they were unsteady, and so they fell on the carpet. Then, to their horror, they saw a huge cat. The cat came towards them with a great leap, and the poor country mouse could hardly run, he was so full of food. The last he saw of his cousin was as he scrambled up the velvet curtains at the window. The town mouse had fortunately found a hole at the bottom of the door. Then the country mouse had an even greater shock. The window was open, and a sudden wind blew him off the curtain into the street below. Suddenly, all around him were screeching car tyres, horns blaring, feet trying their best to flatten him, people shouting. Oh, it was like the worst nightmare he had ever had in his life. He was lucky enough to get onto a lorry loaded with sacks, and there he stayed until night fell. It took him a long time to get over what had happened to him. He went home, and often, in the calm twilight of the evening, he sat alone thinking of his town cousin and the life he lived there. Going to the town had been a great adventure, but he was glad to be home again, safe in his own warm nest.
Would you like to tell me what's your favourite thing to do? Uh, my favourite thing is to do playing. Is playing? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, playing. <laughs> and do you want to say hello to everyone on the radio? Yeah. Say hello. Hello. <laughs> Thank you, sweetheart. Now you're listening to Woven Stories on ORFM in Dunedin, New Zealand. So wherever you are in the world, hello. Hello from us. Now we've been on a plane. We went over to Kuala Lumpur in Malaysia because that's where our children live. Well, my stepson and my daughter-in-law, they live in Kuala Lumpur. And so we went and visited them. And while we are there, we went to the bird park. Oh, bird park. It was a superb place. (laughs) Lots to see. We did. Because you know me. I like my birds, and I love painting them. And so I was busy drawing in the bird park, and it was quite funny because, here's a wee story for you, we sat down and I was drawing the birds because I had a wee kit, and I brought Ross a waffle to eat. What's a kit? What is a kit? Well, it's my little travel art kit. So I have a little sketch painting book, and I have my paintbrushes, and I have my drawing pencils and things. I understand now. But it just goes in my bag, on my back. So it's not as big as all the art work and stuff I have in my studio. It's just a little one for going out and about. And I was sitting there and I was drawing and painting a heron that was in front of me. And he got closer and closer and I wondered what he was doing. Well, what I didn't notice (laughs) was him and his friend were looking at the waffle I had brought Ross for lunch. And it was sitting in my... It was actually holding it in my hands between my fingers. He had it in his hand. And (laughs) I had some popcorn. Uh. And they were behind me. And then I heard Mark, my stepson, say, look out. And then the heron got the waffle. (laughs) He just grabbed it. I was busy painting and I didn't notice. But he got the waffle. He was not scared at all. And he rushed off and and some of the other birds chased him, hoping that he would drop it. And then all of a sudden, there was lots of birds around us because they all thought, oh, there's lunch, there's lunch. And one of them was after the popcorn that I dropped by mistake. Um, And so it was quite funny. So we had great fun with the birds at the Mm. Kuala Lumpur Bird Park. And it's a really lovely place. And I did lots of drawings and so had lots of fun. But at the bird park, there was a really big river where all the birds could swim and wade in it and drink. And so the next song is for all the birds in the world. (laughs) Here we go. This one here is called Over the River. Over the river and through the woods to grandmother's house we go. The horse knows the way to carry the sleigh through white and drifted snow. Over the river and through the woods, oh how the wind does blow. It stings the toes and bites the nose as over the ground we go. Everybody now. Over the river and through the woods to grandmother's house we go. The horse knows the way to carry the sleigh through white and drifted snow. Over the river and through the woods, oh how the wind does blow. Stings the toes and bites the nose as over the ground we go. Over the river and through the woods and through the barnyard gate, we seem to go extremely slow. It is so hard to wait. Over the river and through the woods, now grandmother's cat I spy. Hooray for the fun, is a pudding done? Hooray for the pumpkin pie. Hooray for the fun, is a pudding done? Hooray for the pumpkin pie. Hooray! 
I love pumpkin pie. I cut a pumpkin up the other day so we could make pumpkin pie. And mm. we put, it in the, put the mushy stuff in the freezer so we can use it later. Yeah, because I use the pumpkin for pumpkin soup and pumpkin pie. And I do pumpkin sauces and I do pumpkin pesto, which I really like. So, yes, I love pumpkins. Ooh, 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 I love pumpkins, but it's not really... Oh, it's coming to the end of the pumpkin season for us. So, I don't know, do pumpkins grow where you are? Now, are you ready for a story? I've got a book that I'm going to read to you today from Dr. Seuss. Mm, I like Dr. Seuss. Do you know Dr. Seuss? You've got Horton Hatches an Egg and Horton Hears a Who and you've got the Sneetches and all sorts of stories from Dr. Seuss. But this one I thought was perfect because where do you live? You know, we talked about Samantha before, and she lives all the way over in Victoria, British Columbia, Canada. And we've just been in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia, and we live in Dunedin in New Zealand. Where are you? By the beach in Dunedin. Yes, we live by the beach. But where are you? Where are you in this world? And what kind of house do you live in? That's what I'm meaning. We live in a house. I like my house because part of our house is really, really old and part is new. So part of our house is 100 years old and some is about 10 years old. And so I like how our house has Roster sniffed in our ear, didn't he? Sorry. Ah. Excuse me. (laughs) I like how there's lots of different things in our house. And I have two studios in the house. You know that. But this book is about a little boy's house and all the special things that live in his house. So I'm going to read it to Just you. a little special message too. If you want to tell us where you live and, and what's in your house, you could send us the thing to our webpage, however you do that. Ali will tell you how now. No, you're talking. How do you send it to the webpage, Ross? Um... Um, um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you go to the webpage, which is AliSimpsonStories.com, and on the webpage, there's a special page that says radio show. And if you go there, there's normally things on there that tell you what's happening. Now, I have to admit, I haven't done that because I've been away, so have, we have to update it. But if you go there, you can still send us a message, and we get it in my email. It's really simple. Okay, you ready? Here is Dr. Seuss. There's a wocket in my pocket. Okay, there's a wocket in my pocket. <gasps> and a fendo in my window. And a nutcase in my bookcase. <gasps> Did you ever have the feeling there was a waskit in your basket? Or a neuro in your bureau? Or a wusset in your closet? Or sometimes I feel certain there's a jerton in the curtain. Sometimes I have a feeling there's a zlock in the clock. (gasps) And that zelf up on the shelf, I have talked to him myself. That's the kind of house I live in. There's a nink in the zinc and there's a zamp in the lamp. And there's a these are a rather nice. I oh, it's got that a little bit wrong. Ready? And they're rather nice. I think some of them are very friendly, like the yacht in the pot. But the yachtle in the bottle. <gasps> some are friendly and some are not. I like the zable on the table and the gear under the chair. But the bofa on the sofa, well, I wish he wasn't there. And all the nuppards in the cupboards, they are good fun to have about. 
but the noose crush on my toothbrush, him I could do without. There's only one I'm really scared of, and it's that vug under the rug. And the quimley up the chimney, I don't like him, not at all. And it makes me sort of nervous when the zool scoots down the hall. But the yeeps on the steps, well, the yeeps on the steps, they're great fun to have around. And so are many, many other friends that I have found. Like the teller and the nella and the gala and the della and the bella and the wella and the zella in the cellar. <laughs> There's lots down the cellar, isn't there? And the greeling on the ceiling and the zower in my shower and the zillow on my pillow. I don't care if you believe it. That's the kind of house I live in and I hope we never leave it. And that was There's a Wocket in My Pocket by Dr. Seuss. It's a tiny little book that we were given and on the airplane and I think it's fantastic. What kind of house do you live in? Do you have imaginary friends or do you see things? Like my granddaughter's convinced there's fairies in our garden. And I like my house. Whether there's a, a waskit in the basket or if it's just us living in the house or if it's just you living in your house, it's where you live, isn't it? It's the best place to be. Okay. Are we ready for our next song? It is the green grass gruel around. Here we go. There was a hole. There was a hole in the middle of the ground. In the middle of the ground, the prettiest hole. The prettiest hole that you ever did see. That you ever did see. Well, a hole in the ground and, and the green grass grew all around and around and the green grass grew all around and in this hole. And in this hole there was a root. There was a root. The prettiest root. The prettiest root that you ever did see. The hole and the hole in the ground and, and the, the green grass grew all around and around and the green grass grew all around and on this root and on this root there was a tree there was a tree the prettiest tree the prettiest tree that you ever did see that you ever did see well a tree on the root and the root in the hole and the hole in the ground and, and the, the green grass grew all around and around and the green grass grew all around and on this tree and on this tree there was a branch Prettiest branch that you ever did see. Well, a branch on the tree, and the tree on the root, and the root in the hole, and the hole in the ground. And the green grass grew all around and around, and the green grass grew all around. And on this branch, and on this branch, there was a twig. There was a twig, the prettiest twig, the prettiest twig that you ever did see. Well, a twig on the branch, and the branch on the tree, and the tree on the root, and the root in the hole, and the hole in the ground. And, and the, the green, green grass grew all around and around, and the green grass grew all around. Well, on this twig, well, on this twig there was a nest. There was a nest. The prettiest nest. The prettiest nest. That you ever did see. That you ever did see. Well, a nest on the twig, and the twig on the branch, and the branch on the tree, and the tree on the root, and the root in the hole, and the hole in the ground. And, and the, the green grass grew all around and around, and the green grass grew all around. And in this nest, and in this nest, there was an egg. There was an egg, the prettiest egg, the prettiest egg that you ever did see. That you ever did see. 
Well, the egg in the nest, and the nest on the twig, and the twig on the branch, and the branch on the tree, and the tree on the root, and the root in the hole, and the hole in the ground, and the green grass grew all around and around. Green grass grew all around, and in this egg, and in this egg, there was a bird. There was a bird, the prettiest bird, the prettiest bird that you ever did see. Well, a bird in the egg, and the egg in the nest, and the nest on the twig, and the twig on the branch, and the branch on the tree, and the tree on the root, and the root in the hole, and the hole in the ground, and the green grass grew all around and around. The green grass grew all around, and on this bird, there was a wing, the prettiest wing that you ever did see. Well, the wing on the bird, and the bird in the egg, and the egg in the nest, and the nest on the twig, and the twig on the branch, and the branch on the tree, and the tree on the root, and the root in the hole, and the hole in the ground, and the green grass grew all around and around. Green grass grew all around, and on this wing, and on this wing, there was a feather, there was a feather, the prettiest feather, the prettiest feather that you ever did see. Well, a feather on the wing, and the wing on the bird, and the bird in the egg, and the egg in the nest, and the nest on the twig, and the twig on the branch, and the branch on the tree, and the tree on the root, and the root in the hole, and the hole in the ground, and the green grass grew all around and around. The green grass grew all around. My name is Rosa, and I'm listening to Woven Story. Under their noses of 
Well, that was the Wombles of Wimbledon. Now, do you know about the Wombles? I love the Wombles. Mm, If you look them up, it's a very old story and they're really neat. And they do lots and lots of, um, they keep everything clean and they go out and find things. Find rubbish and stuff. Ross is like a shadow. He's repeating everything I said. Yeah, I'm I'm repeating all the important information, (laughs) like collecting rubbish and putting it in bags and rubbish tins and stuff like that. And then they would also make things and recycle things. Um, And they're really, really good. So you should look up the Wombles. Okay. I'm starting a new part of the show today, and it's called Finish the Story. So I'm going to either read you a part of a story and let you use your imagination to finish it yourself however you want to do it. Or I'm going to tell you part of my story and get you to finish it. And you can send your finished part to me if you like, where you can just write it down and draw your pictures yourself at home. Because that's what it's all about, isn't it? Is to find stories wherever you can and to learn to tell your own stories. Well, this week I'm going to start a new story based on something that's still happening today. As I said, we were on holiday. And guess what? We've come back without our bags. Mm -mm. They haven't come with us. They've gone off on their own holiday. They haven't made it back to New Zealand yet. And so I thought I might write a wee story about it. And I've been thinking about all the things that they might have got up to all on their own, on their own holiday. So I'm going to start a story and I haven't even finished it myself. So that means that really the end of the story is just out there for you to grab a hold of and make up yourself. Righty, are you ready? (sighs) Well, Ross and I, we rushed for our plane in Kuala Lumpur and we made it on time and we got there and we had our bags and we put brand new bright covers on our bags so we could see them whenever they went around the carousel so we could easily get them. And we made sure that they were bright and they were new and they were all excited about their trip too. I'm sure they were. Well... We went up to the counter and we gave them to the lady at the counter and she went and stuck her name on them. And then she put a big tag through the handle and it said Ellie Simpson and Ross Simpson and that was our bags. And off they went on their journey on the conveyor belt and they were going to the aeroplane. And we went off to the aeroplane too, our way. They don't go the same way. So they went out and I watched their bags. They went underneath the rubber tickly bits that they went into. And they went along the conveyor belt under the rubbly tickly bits and out past what where I could see. And they kept going on the conveyor belt. And they went to a little tractor that had a little trailer behind it. And a man with a very big moustache picked them up. And he carefully put them onto that little trailer. And then, whoosh, out they went to the plane. Now, as the people were going up the stairs, our bags went around the back on on this trailer. He was zooming around, this man with his moustache. And he went to the back of the plane. And then our bags, along with everybody else's, went on a conveyor belt up and into the belly of the plane. And they got snuggled in because they were very excited because they were on holiday. Well, the plane had got all ready and whoosh off it went and took up into the air and it flew all the way to Guangzhou in China. Well, 
Unfortunately, it was a bit late. And so when it landed, a lady met us at the airplane with their names on a board and she stuck a sticker on us and she rushed us through the airport to our next plane that was going to go to New Zealand. But she forgot that our poor bags were on that airplane too. And when we got onto airplane, which was waiting for us to go to New Zealand, and all the other people were waiting too, it went whoosh up into the air. But our bags were still sitting by the other airplane on a trailer, and they watched as our plane went whoosh into the air. And they were all on their own. <gasps> what an adventure our bags would have now. And even the man with the moustache wasn't there. There was another man, and he had white hair, and he bent down and looked at our bags, and he didn't realise they were all on their own, and he popped them onto another conveyor belt, and out they went. And they went around the conveyor belt with the other bags, and they were there, and they watched as other people picked up their bags. And they kept going round and round and round, but no one picked them up. Because we were on another airplane, we weren't there at all. And then, at the end, somebody switched off the conveyor belt and our two brightly coloured bags just sat there and waited and waited. And then finally, a lady with a clipboard came over and looked at them and looked at our tags and realised that they had missed their plane. So she took them off and she put them onto a trolley and she went to another man and she said that they had to go to New Zealand but for now they had to wait or they waited behind the counter and while they were waiting they were sitting on another wee trolley and another man came up and he was moving bags around and he bent down to move a bag and when he did by mistake he knocked our bags right off that trolley onto another conveyor belt and they went out through the rubbly tickly things and they went off on this conveyor belt and they got onto a small plane and that small plane went up into the air and it went out over the ocean down to a small wee island and when they arrived everybody took their bags off the plane and they took off these brightly coloured bags and a wee boy was standing there and he said they're not our bags what's going on and there our bags sat on the sand all day in the sun getting very hot and then Another lady came up with a clipboard and went, oh, they don't belong here. And she put them back on the plane and back to China they went. And then back to that counter. And then they had to get on a plane to come to New Zealand. Now, that's the start of the story. Are you ready to finish it? You can write it down. What adventures do those bags have all the way to New Zealand? Because they're still not here yet. So I'm pretty sure they've gone other places. Where could they have gone? Could they have gone to Africa? Could they have gone to the deepest, darkest jungle? Could they have gone all the way to Iceland? Could they have gone to Canada? Could they have gone to America? Could they have gone all the way to Japan? I don't know. It's up to you. You can finish that story and write a story on all the adventures our bags are having when they haven't come back to us yet. (laughs) So there's your first story for our section on 
finish that story. So it's up to you to finish it. Now, you ready for another song? All right. I'll tell you the finished part of my story next week. Once I get the bags and I see where they've been. But you can make up all sorts of adventures and send them to us at our webpage, which is AllieSimpsonStories.com. You can write your own wee stories. Now, next week. Oh, no. I'm going to tell you that after the next song. Are you ready? Here's a song. What is it? Oh, rolling on your roller skates. Here we go. Hi, this is Kath B, and you're listening to Ore FM and Woven Stories with Ellie and Ross. If you want to know how it feels to be skimming along on a set of wheels, all I have to say is get your skates on right away and go rolling on your roller skates up and down the street and then go rolling on your roller skates over and My name is Rowan I am listening to Woven Stories on ORFM. The wheels on the bus go round and round, round and round, round and round. The wheels on the bus go round and round, all through the town. The people on the bus go Says move on back all through the town. 
All right, you ready for the next song? It's about a train. Not yet, it's still loading up. Oh, okay. <laughs> keep talking. I've got to keep talking to you. So have you thought about where the bags have gone yet? It's always fun to make up your own stories, and that's why I thought it'd be fun if I started a story and you finished it. Now, don't forget, you can even record it on a cell phone and send it to us in an email because you can send it as a recording, and I can play it on the radio. I can. So if you want to tell your own story and it's under sort of like three or four minutes and then send it to me, I will play it. I will play it on the radio. Um, or you could write it down and I could read it out. It's up to you. Okay, you ready? Next song's about a train and we're going for it now. Here we go. train is pulling away, pulling away, pulling away. The holiday train is pulling away, pulling away to the seaside. The holiday train is picking up speed, picking up speed, picking up speed. The holiday train is picking up speed, all the way to the seaside. The holiday train is picking up speed, picking up speed, picking up speed. The holiday train is picking up speed, all the way to the seaside. Holiday train is chugging along, chugging along, chugging along. The holiday train is chugging along all the way to the seaside. The holiday train is chugging along, chugging along, chugging along. The holiday train is chugging along all the way to the seaside. The holiday train goes clickety clack, clickety clack, clickety clack. The holiday train goes clickety clack. All the way to the seaside. The holiday train goes clickety clack, clickety clack, clickety clack. The holiday train goes clickety clack, all the way to the seaside. The holiday train is rounding a bend, rounding a bend, rounding a bend. The holiday train is rounding a bend, all the way to the seaside. The holiday train is rounding a bend, rounding a bend, rounding a bend. The holiday train is rounding a bend, all the way to the seaside. The holiday train is blowing its horn, blowing its horn, blowing its horn. The holiday train is blowing its horn. The way to the seaside. The holiday train is blowing its horn, blowing its horn, blowing its horn. The holiday train is blowing its horn all the way to the seaside. The holiday train is picking up post, picking up post, picking up post. The holiday train is picking up post all the way to the seaside. The holiday train is picking up post, picking up post. Picking up post, the holiday train is picking up post all the way to the seaside. The holiday train goes through a tunnel, through a tunnel, through a tunnel. The holiday train goes through a tunnel all the way to the seaside. The holiday train goes through a tunnel, through a tunnel, through a tunnel. The holiday train goes through a tunnel all the way to the seaside. 
The holiday train is slowing down, slowing down, slowing down. The holiday train is slowing down. We'll soon arrive at the seaside. The holiday train is slowing down, slowing down, slowing down. The holiday train is slowing down. We've all arrived at the seaside. We've all arrived at the seaside. Hello, I'm Eddie and I'm listening to Woven Stories. <laughs> wow, a holiday train. Have you been on a train for a holiday? I have. It's been loads of fun. What do you do for your holidays? Where do you go? Do you go to the seaside? Do you go to the mountains? Do you go to the jungle? Do you go to the forest? Do you go camping? Or do you go and stay in a cabin? We can go to grand- Grandma's place. Or Granddad's place. Or Nana's place. Or Nana's place. (laughs) (laughs) Lots of places you can go. Okay. Wow. Next week we've got a very special show. This has been our woohoo, we're back from holiday show, and it's been a very, very good holiday. Uh, And see, look, I'm not even upset that our bags aren't back yet because they're having a holiday. They'll come back. Um, But next week... We're going to have a whole show about New Zealand songs. So we're going to have lots oh, yeah. of children's songs by New Zealand artists. And there's lots of good ones and stories. I'm going to have some stories from me. And I haven't even written the show yet. No. No. Um, but we're also going to have some special songs from Craig Smith. Now, do you know who he is? Who's Craig Smith? Do you know? Could he be the wonky donkey man? Yeah, he is, and he has given us a book to give away. So we're going to be giving away that. Uh, sorry, we're going to give that away next week. And to be in to win, you have to be listening. And I've also put some names into the prize draw that have been people that have sent us um, emails this week. So Samantha, you're in it. You're going to be in it. Yay. But we've also got one from Tony for the one of the songs that's been picked this week, and one for. Patricia. So they'll all be in, but next week you need to be listening so you can enter in. Now, don't forget also, we had some prizes that we uh, drew before we went away, and I haven't had a look yet to see if you've picked them up, but if you haven't picked them up by next week, I'll be redrawing those ones as well. So you've only got this week. If you were a part of the draws three weeks ago, then you need to have come and picked it up from the radio station. So make sure you get in to get it. And listen to our show next week. Okay. Oh, here's another song. You ready? It's Don't Stop Moving.
uh, it was a good song and it was all about moving and that's what we've been doing everyone's been traveling around and on holiday or you've been at home I don't know really but we feel like we've been moving continually over the last few weeks but I just took a phone call when that song was on and it was from in New Zealand and our bags have arrived in New Zealand (laughs) and so they're going to be coming out to us today on a courier yay I'll get to get my bag back but what kind of story would they have had Mm. I hope you've been thinking about it. And tell us, please. Yes, please tell us, because it's always fun to hear from you. Now, next week is going to be a special show, so I hope you're listening. But have a great week. We're so glad to be back, and we love doing our show for you. So thank you very much to everybody that sends us messages. A really big, big, big hello to Samantha and her mum, Tara, from us, from in New Zealand and British Columbia that's where they are eh? British Columbia Mm, Canada Canada and um, we want to say thank you to everybody that sends us messages because we love them love them okay are you ready here's our last song for this show and this song is actually for Bob and Bob uh, likes to be called Bob but his brothers and sisters sometimes called him Robert but Bob okay <laughs> sorry uh, Ross went off on, a, on his own wee story there. here and I have no idea what he's talking yeah, about no but he, he knows so that's okay yeah. alright are you ready here is a lo- oh, oh, guess yeah, who it's by Yay. Bob likes them too oh, I tell you if Ross could he would just play a whole show about the chipmunks jeez Louise okay. okay I like the chipmunks but Sometimes, not as much as Ross. Okay, so here is their last song for the show. See you later. We will see you next week. Don't forget all about New Zealand next week. We're going to have lots and lots of things to tell you. And here is the last song for our We're Back From Holiday, and it's called Vacation.
This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.